Washington. Um, the end of July. So we're doing a couple hikes before then. Nice. Was today tough or not too bad? I mean, it was, it was definitely like, you know, there were, there were some tough parts, but like for watching subjects his dog to that. Dude. And I saw bloody. That thing is going to die if it's going to get picked up by a falcon. I, I called so I, I called he's, whatever but he's too heavy for a falcon. To go take a look at that. <laughs> They're gonna send a chopper there. Yeah, they said, we'll get him coming down the mountain. Don't you worry. <laughs> take him out. I, I'm guessing Buddy got carried for a good chunk of it. No, I, I'll be honest, man. He he did a pretty good job. I mean, he definitely like when we would stop to wait for like my parents to come up, he would just like lay down like flat. <laughs> he on the he looked like he was having heat stroke. He's definitely not a, a hiking dog, but I, yeah. I give him credit. He did a pretty good job, and he was flying down on the way down. Nice. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good day. We didn't get any rain, which is you know we're getting poured on right yeah, now. Yeah, we we got that at like four up in Boston. On my way back up here, it was yeah. fucking just torrential downpours, and it's been mm-hmm. shitty since. Yeah, but it was a good day. But now, buddy's up. not going to do Mount Washington, right? No, God. Okay, no. that's no, good. that. Just, just humans. That that will kill, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing uh, Mount Monadnock in the middle of July, um, and they don't even allow dogs. And then Mount Washington, there's no dogs going. That's on probably good. Yeah, I mean, even Kenzie, like, I think she has to like buy something if it if it you know yeah. survives. Uh, uh, you know, the well, walk. maybe that maybe it. Maybe it needs to go into the wilderness to turn into Falcor, its its original form. <laughs> What's a Falcor? I gotta Google it. Never-ending story, I can't dude. Picture it, dude. Oh, dude, look I up. Get that. Uh, I gotta get story. that as a drop. Adam, can you just say that dude. right now? Probably a few times, so I can isolate it. Dude, I can see. Um... Dude, <laughs> one more time. Dude. <laughs> I uh, I was laughing at I don't know if it was last episode or the one before that but you're like where oh it was the one before that we were reading tweets and uh, I got you to do the I love thrones I love thrones yeah you should just use my sound bites and just throw them in there uh what'd you just send us Jared are you sending us a link to Falcor Falcor baby do we know who it is (laughs) well I didn't it it looks like Buddy with a dragon's body pretty much yeah. So what was everyone's thoughts on last week's episode? I know Jared didn't listen, so I'll just ask Adam. No, I did not listen to it. I mean, I sounded like like you said, eh, but I thought it was a, like content-wise, I thought it was a great episode. I, I feel like I think we're getting better yeah. slightly. Yeah, for sure. Even it's though I didn't listen, I felt like when when recording it, I felt like we had more of a rhythm and it was a better conversation. Yeah. Oh, well. I actively critiqued Give myself after at, the first at some point one for us, will you? Don't be too hard on yourself, Mo. Hey, you know what I mean? Just, you, think, you think Kirk Minahan listens to all of his own episodes? Probably not. No, he's never. He's famously proclaims that he's never listened to. Yeah, like I, I, I like to record him. I don't need to listen to him and hear the same conversation twice in two days. I just like days. to talk, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my I, voice, uh, I always think I sound a lot weirder uh, when I'm recorded than I do in real life. So it's kind of oh, awkward man. listening it to my voice. It's so weird hearing yeah. your own voice recorded. It's, yeah. I, I just Everything. sound so bad. Yeah, agreed. Remember, yeah. like, the painstaking in the CCC tie where you had to listen to your own call recordings and, like, get feedback on them? I didn't really ever have to do that, luckily. Uh, Thank oh, God. yeah. We, we used to have Thank to do God. it, like, every week. You'd sit down with either, like, your manager or another person and just listen to your calls and your own voice. It was painful. Yeah. <laughs> I scrapped the uh, the intro song. Wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Wow. Nah, what are we doing now? It sounds so fucking lame. It was like, 
Like as if it were on radio.com. Like one I'm of the a shitty... push your man. <laughs> no, not that one. Wait, it which was... one was this? I had to change it. Remember I was telling you I had so to change it. So it's not copyright? Oh, shit. So I'm are you lying that. to me? Did you not listen to the podcast? I guess I missed that part, but I don't remember <laughs> the that part. <laughs> very first part, shit, missed it. Just I like Trump missed that white power right at the beginning of that video. I guess I just didn't I, notice it. I didn't it. get a chance to watch it. But um, hey, but before we jump into any of those topics, speaking of um, CCC, we didn't touch on Chris starting um, in the CCC and what's going to happen last week. We forgot. Yeah, so good, I'm, good, I'm, good timing asking me. I actually just got off the phone with him. Yeah. He finally called me to ask me what I thought about it. So I don't even know what are the options. Like I've heard West Kingston's there closing. Is no options, what, dude? It's just you so. What are they Nashville having the CCC or, do? Really? They're having them move to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, to start I, in the new higher class in Nashville. Yeah. Now I think wow. for like the people that still work there, they're going to, I, I guess, let them work remote until as they promote call, off. Call center people until they promote off, and then I don't know what they're gonna do if they promote. Yeah. I don't know where they go. But, um, yeah, they pretty much – I don't think they're leaving it up for discussion. It's, you know, either you're going to Nashville or, you know. I mean, that sounds pretty ya. awesome, going to Nashville and having to live there. Yeah. Thanks, but, balls, I mean, for sure. He, he, it's just – it's not – you know, it was not even in the realm of possibility when he, you know, Took got the, the job. job. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's, it's a very tough thing to do. Like, you know, Jared, you know it more than anyone because even though I've stepped out a little bit, I've always had someone to lean on. I knew you were yeah. going to be out there in the Philippines. I have, you know, Erica with me now. Um, so it's not the same, right, as doing it completely on your own. Yeah. Um, but I think he's approaching it in the right way. He's like, you know, I, honestly, dude, I don't know what the fuck to think. He's like, I, you know, yeah. I'm trying to do it with an open mind and I'm talking to the right people and, you know, he's talking to people like in the national office to get an idea for what it's like. He's talking to his buddies who have done similar stuff. Yeah. So, so is the idea to try and kind of like recreate West Kingston in Nashville, like move inside sales there too, or just the I CCC? Think, I think okay. that's the, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard like any communications about anything going on. So I've been kind of out of the loop. Dude, they kind of fucked him, honestly. Like I, you know, I wasn't like thrilled about it. Like after you accept the job, like all you get is an email saying, Hey, like, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to let you know you're moving to Nashville on, in August, and let me know if you got questions. So that, that's that's, that's how it was handled. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty shitty. Him, like, you know, they gave him a month and a half, which in theory should be enough time, but it, it's that's not still a lot of time month, for. Dude, that's a month and a half from not moving right. to moving across the country. Right. right. That's a pretty big deal. And yeah. I totally understand like the stress of the moving, and obviously, I've never had to do anything like that. So I can't really speak to the experience of it, but what is Chris, 22, 21? She, 22. Yeah. I mean, you know, early 20s. I'm, I'm, you know, he's a pretty outgoing. I feel like he's somewhat outgoing for the most part. Like, I, I could see him taking it in stride <laughs> and enjoying it. That's a very PC way of saying that. I think he's, you know, for the most part, kind of <laughs> outgoing. For the, I mean, he's know, not my brother. General. I don't know for sure. <laughs> but whenever I see him, he seems very, like, he could have a conversation with somebody. So I think, I mean, being in your early 20s, moving to Nashville, assuming things were, like, normal, I would say, like, that's awesome. Yeah. And obviously, it's going to be weird having to work remotely and deal with everything that we're dealing with you know, or everyone's dealing with now. I didn't even but, think about that. So yeah, even if he so, started yeah. and moved down there, he'd be working remote to start, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Nashville's a, I don't know, I've never been, Dude, but Nashville's everyone everyone sweet. talks about it. And everybody yeah, I know who lives there likes it. 
So I, I only was there for um, like a, uh, an hour when I stopped through uh, when I was down on the way to, to Texas when I drove there. But I was telling Chris, I was like, dude, I'm not lying to you. I've never seen one road have more bars. Yeah. Than I did when I went. And all I mean, of them have live music. Unbelie- Every single one had live music. Yeah. Well, and good live music, too. Well, Sounds like an awesome place. Well, g- talented musicians, I should say. <laughs> I don't mean that it's music we would all like. Dude, but like- hold on. Was it us? I hope, I hope, I hope it was us. Maybe it w- you were with me, Jared, right? When we were, where were we in Boston? Where we, where ended, we ended up, up in, in the country, country bar? Country music bar. And, and we, we were in like, Mers. We were, yes. uh, it was after a Sox game. Oh, country music God. bar. How the hell did oh, that happen? Dude, it was so me. not our scene. It, it was, was just like everybody was just jamming wild. out to this like country fucking bumpkin singing. Everyone like, around us was in flannel, had a cowboy or cowgirl hat <laughs> yeah. on, cowgirl boots, and was like passionately like singing these songs. And Jared and I were like, Dude, fish out of water we knew none of the songs literally none of them <laughs> oh man so but um I the only told, i just told him i was like look dude if i'm you like because obviously he's in the shitty situation where if he says no like dude, he's gonna go find a you're job in the middle of a pandemic and you're gonna have to you're in the middle of find a job the worst economic depression since the great depression right in the worst state to find a job yeah so, yeah. you know, he has that working against him. But I was just like, dude, if I'm you, like, if I'm going to tell you one thing is just try to look at it as, like, a year thing. Say, I'm going to go out there for a year. I'm going to commit. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And then after a year, I'll reevaluate how I feel. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't overwhelm yourself and be like, I'm fucking trapped in Nashville, yeah. Tennessee. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, for and two I'm- years. Honestly, what I'd probably compare it to is like when a lot of people move out to Costa Mesa, like yeah. nobody who's out in Costa Mesa is from there. And it, like, it's really fun because you're with all other transplants that are also out of college at 22 to 26, who also just move there and you're working together and like, all right, it ends up being like a pretty fun scene. So, I mean, I, th- I think it'd be, it'd be tough, of course, you're moving somewhere by yourself, yeah. but I, I think you would honestly enjoy it. I think the pros outweigh the cons in the long run. I, I, I mean, that's awesome. I, mean, I consider that, moving to Nashville. It's affordable as fuck, too. I know, but yeah. would you do it, Adam, if you were 22 and you were, you know, he has a girlfriend, too? Yeah, that makes it that tougher. Was, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. And I so don't they, think that's they, playing, like, too, too much into it. I think he's, like. Good. It shouldn't. At, at the yeah. end of the day, like, you know, we can s- still see each other. It'll just be, you know, once a month or once every month and a half or whatever it is. But, I mean, it's, it's I mean, to not, answer your question. It's a really hard thing to you know, leave your friends and family. Oh, no, I agree. And like I said, I've never had, I've never been in a position where like that was my choice. And again, it sounds like Chris doesn't really have a choice. Either he does that or he doesn't work for Schneider. So I I can't speak to it. But, you know, if if it came down to like me getting a job and I couldn't get one in Rhode Island and I need to, you know, there was a job in Nashville or, or somewhere in that area. I mean, you know, as far as options go, yeah, it would be pretty scary. Because I've never had to do that, but you know, I think the way I think now is a lot different than the way I thought when in my early twenties. Yeah, it's definitely scarier. That was a long than... way around not answering that question. <laughs> I just, all right, in my early twenties, I'd be probably scared. But if if it was my main option to get a job there, I would do it, and it, it yeah. would be a, probably a rough, it probably be a rougher transition for me than it would be for him. I think he's at a better personality than I did at that age to just blend, you know, just. You know, just uh, yeah. to try to conform I, I, I to the say, environment that he's in. Yeah, I would say your experience in Hartford was similar to mine, uh, like in the Philippines and shit, or in here. 
you know, you went to Hartford, made a ton of friends. You had Eric to lean on, but you still did yeah. that all on your own. So, I mean, you, that wasn't like far away or anything, but no, that, that was, was close uh, enough. My, yeah, that was the same idea. It was an hour and a half drive. And, you know, for, for Chris, it's, you know, obviously with planes being, you know, traveling via the air the way it is now, it's still like not a long plane ride. So, luckily, you know, what was if flying ever becomes safe in the next, you know, you know, six months or so, at least it's not a, you know, it's a quick yeah flight, you know, to, to Providence at least. So. Yeah. The, the yeah. Um, only other question I had Ty, does he know like who is, is he going to have a manager down there? Like how is that all going to play out? <laughs> Nobody knows yet. I don't, know. I don't know. The only manager for the CCC in, in my understanding is in Costa Mesa. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. Well, t- tell him if he wants to bounce anything off me, have him give me a call or shoot me a text. Talk to the Oracle. Ooh. I, I, I've been the through Oracle. it all at Schneider. I got a lot of experience. <laughs> <laughs> been through it all and came back, baby. Yep. Um, all right. So I wanted to do a quick follow-up on our uh, one of our segments from last week detailing the, uh, the great Kirk Minahan. Yeah. I got a classic quick, quick clip. So Kirk has been dropping like these 10 minute episodes and basically like, you know, they're on, they're on, you know, steady waters again. You know, he talked with Erica, you know, they're back on good terms, I guess, and shit like that. So I think it's going well, but, uh, Portnoy, uh, Portnoy KFC and and Big Cat were doing the rundown and, uh, Portnoy just had a fucking clip that made me laugh. Can't wait to hear it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll edit this out. I forgot to share my screen. Give me one second. If you share your screen, will it be in the recording? I think it will. Oh, because I, like I said, remember, I can only share, um, I can Sound. only share audio. So yeah. if I share my screen, like for whatever reason, uh, it doesn't show up on the recording. Like, I think you guys can hear it, but it doesn't show up on the recording. Okay. I don't okay. know why. Um, all right, so let's try this again. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. I like I like Kirk. Like as crazy as he yeah. is, he's a nutbag. Like just he's entertaining. He's though. literally off the reservation that he thought like we'd fire K. Marco. Has been here for a decade of plus for him. That's crazy. He's crazy. I like him. I think he's entertaining. I truly despise Steve Robinson and Blind Mike. I think is one of the worst humans to ever live. <laughs> I uh, fucking love how much he hates Blind Mike. It's it's my favorite. And he's do you still, hate Blind Mike? He, do I? Yeah. Um, he's definitely like, he's sometimes kind of a dweeb. Yeah, like he he's just. Oh, what I like is he's the punching bag. Kirk, yeah, he's, he's the, the total punching bag. bag. You know, and so he Kirk, fully uh, embraces that role too. That's which, the only way he's staying which, on which, that which, show. Yeah. So like he knows that. I kind of like him. You know, I don't have a choice. He's got some fucking thick skin, you know. So, in that respect, I do like. I fucking loved the videos in the Barstool documentary of them playing spike ball with him and throwing the football at him blind, dude. That was incredible. I just wish I knew, like, where it totally took a turn for Portnoy that he ended up saying, like, I fucking despise you. I don't know. Imagine hearing that from your boss. Imagine hearing that, like, directly from your boss. Like, I fucking (laughs) hate you. You, I employ you. You are one of the worst humans on earth. Because he tried to get become a Barstool employee again when he was like volunteering for the Kirk Minahan show, right? And they were just like, "No, dude, we're not hiring you back." And eventually, they did, but yeah, yeah, they didn't want to pay him. Which is funny. 
Um, all right, you guys want to? I, I I don't want to run the whole show here. I had uh, I was gonna start making fun of Florio and his. I don't know if you guys saw those two fucking tweets that I sent you about all his COVID articles. Yeah, have you yeah, seen those? I at was all? looking at those. I, I looked at the tweets this morning. Yeah, dude, he has officially lost his mind. He's a loser. A total but, loser. I, I but he's like obsessed with Brady and like this whole working out thing. So I, how do you how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about that? Just just considering, you know, Florida is now becoming like the mecca of COVID cases outside of Texas. So like, how do how do, like what what are your overall feelings? I mean, obviously he's Florio needs to chill out a, a little bit about it. I mean, he's definitely just losing his mind a little too much. But what do you guys think about you know in his message? Like Brady's setting a bad example, working out. What do you guys think about that? I mean, you got to give people some choice to do what they want. Like, I, I, it doesn't bother me at all that he's got a close-knit of people working out. And my guess is they're probably testing themselves. I would assume they are. Probably I would assume not, they have Brady's access to more that, of that stuff than Brady's we ever will. Brady's got the TB12 supplement, supplements. They don't need testing. <laughs> he's got Guerrero there. He doesn't need anything. <laughs> but, like, I, I know on, uh, like, Rogan, every episode he tests himself and whoever comes in. It's like these rich people, they have access to as many tests as they want. Yeah. Does he really do that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So if he has access to that stuff, I'm sure that they all do. And I, I agree. I don't really have a big issue with it. Obviously, with everything going on in Florida right now, um, it is a little. I mean, it's not a great look. Right? It, it's like, not a great look, but I, I don't get really, it. Though. I mean, he, he needs it's to get ready job, for the season. Dude. Like, how do you right. not? How do you not get ready for the season? And or how do you get ready for the season and not like get get with teammates, especially with this being a completely new roster he's never been with before. So why yeah. wouldn't he want to get together and work out with them? And yeah. if you're an NFL player, dude, you're so competitive. Like the only thing you want to do is win. And you're, you're not going to let something like this get in the way of you putting in the work it takes to be successful. I wouldn't. No, of course not. I looked at it and he, uh, over the course of four days, either wrote an article directly about it or mentioned it in an article 11 times. That's absurd. 11 times he said, you know, and we also have to mention Brady, <laughs> like defiantly uh, going against the NFLPA's recommendation, blah, 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 blah. Again, it's a recommendation. He's not mandated to not work out. It's a recommendation. It's totally, it's a risk he's taking. And, it, and there, there's nothing wrong with that. For like, you know what? We all just, we need sports back. So Florio can like, talk about something <laughs> else other than, other than this like we all need something to talk about other than the same COVID things that we're always cancel. talking about yeah <laughs> hey. cancel culture and covid that's every day we need sports uh, the, the the next president of the united states though does think it's a very serious issue Biden <laughs> necessarily now we have over 120 million dead from covid <laughs> those never get old and i know that obviously it's he clearly just like, oh, sorry. Like, you know, listening to that after, I'm sure he's like, oh, shit, I should have said, you know, <laughs> something else. But, like, it, it's, it's, it's not as big of a deal in, 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 like, the grand scheme of things, but it is hysterical to hear him mess up time after time Every after time, time he's in front of a Every camera. Every time he's in front of yep. a camera. If he's not reading a teleprompter, rising, he uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Wait, play that again, please. I don't even know what he said. I saw that you know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, 
with uh, I don't know. Uh, Dude, our, our meme, oh may she rest God. in peace, can talk clearer poor. than him. You cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids. Black. Oh, man. You know what, though? Like, right like I, we always joke about how we'll miss Trump and all these fucking ridiculous things that he does. I think we'll be just as entertained oh, with it, Biden yeah. for four years. It's if that's just, any, that's any you know, omen for what's what's to come. That it's going to be a, a wonderful four years, another wonderful four years. Like it just speaks volumes that what Biden is doing, like that would not stack up in any normal election. <laughs> like if he was running for the mayor of Providence, he would just have to go up against you somebody from use coherent sentences, and he dude, would not get even out of the room, dude. Not, like take politics out of the equation. Imagine if he showed up to an interview. You you at think Schneider. he's on Oxys yeah, yeah, or something um, like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you I, wouldn't. I don't know. Hire him, but <laughs> no, now, dude, I would not hire him for the job that Chris might move to Nashville. And now he's for. in the top two to to be the the most powerful person in the world, and, and he, he looks, can't even talk. And he looks like he's got it all together compared to fucking Cheeto Boy over there. And it's yeah, by comparison, That's yeah, terrifying. It's the uh, I, I saw a options. video today. Pretty much, you know, you guys know Christopher Christie, right? That fat slob. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from Jersey, right? Yeah, so he, I guess he's boys with Trump, and I'm part of his campaign. And, like, he's pretty much already saying, like, Trump has to make the comeback of the century <laughs> to win this election. It's 28 he works to th- for the Trump campaign. It's 28 to 3 for Trump right now. It's 28 to 3. In the end of yeah. the third quarter. But it's that bad, though? I don't know. So, I, I mean, I don't know anything about polls. And, like, everything I'm reading is saying, like, don't try and compare this to, like, how off the Hillary polls were. But he's down in every single swing state in every poll, some of them by double digits. And, like, I guess the way it was with the Hillary polls, why it was off, was there was, like, a two-point margin of error. And he won those states literally by less than two points Yeah, in a couple swing states. So, like, he's down, like, Texas. He's losing Texas in the polls. And, again, they're polls. Who really knows? But for his own people to say it's, like, panic mode, that's kind of crazy. Well, someone was saying they were like, you know what? I don't even pay attention to polls. I look at Vegas and the betting lines <laughs> on, on who's going to be president. And they said, you know, that the betting lines, you know, over the course of the last three months have like dramatically shifted. Yeah. You know, and the, the money's now in, in Biden's favor. It'll be interesting. It's not surprising. And again, like, like, like Jared mentioned with the swing states, in, in general, like if you had to break elections down to anyone who's never even followed elections it all comes down to those you know the, the, those that handful of swing states because you know like like the the, the rhode islands and not obviously not not that rhode islands an important state but like the californias the floridas we, we already know who's going to win those states like you yeah. can pretty much give give those electoral votes to yeah, them we said that about texas and jared just said that no Trump's no i'm, I'm yeah texas. so I'm, yeah obviously te- texas could be an outlier right now and there's all, I'm saying there's also a lot of time until, yeah, the great state of Texas. But I'm just saying, like, in general, if I had to put money on it, I would say that Trump still probably wins Texas. I'm not saying he wins it in a landslide, but I think he would still probably win the state. It, it, it's like you said, it's those swing states. Yeah. A lot of those, you know, central states in this country that are going to end up deciding, just like you said, like when Trump won those states again, you know, in the – in 2016 that was a shock nobody thought he had a chance the morning of that election 
and, and I remember I remember waking up because I fell asleep, of course, and didn't stay up for it. But yeah. I remember waking up and literally being in shock, like, no. I did too. Way. I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I was like, no. And I was like, way. holy shit. Yeah. So, so the day that the day of the election, I remember I was in a volleyball league in Newport. I was living with Steve and Rachel at the time, and of course, Rachel just decided that she was like a big election person the day of. So she's watching stuff and like, it's, you know, polls, you know, the numbers are coming in, Hillary's winning. And I go to play volleyball at like five o'clock. I came back at like eight thirty nine o'clock. And when I came back in him and her and Steve were in the living room and Rachel would not speak. She was so upset. And like, and I look at the TV and just see, you just see Trump wins this state. Trump wins that state. I was like, Holy shit. Like I did not think in a million years that was going to happen. Nobody did. Yeah. What was the over under on when Steve was going to get brought up on the podcast? I feel like this has got to be the over. What yeah, is this episode? I mean, three episodes four, in? Three? Four, whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. Four, I think it's four. Yeah, we've done so many. I'm losing count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Woo, we've got, we've been on a whirlwind ride, huh? <laughs> it's been one, one, one hell of a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was just like funny because like Rachel all of a sudden was super into like who won the election and she was just devastated just with this scowl on her face watching the, watching the results come in. I have to say it was pretty, pretty gratifying seeing that. What those sandbags that you're staring at? Well, that too, but yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, well, that, that was every day I get to stare at those. Well, I was gonna say something, but I forget what. Um, oh, I, um, oh, you're right, Mo. What? You okay? Yeah, fell asleep. <laughs> um, I still think Trump wins. If I were a betting man, I still think Trump wins. I don't think this plan, dude. This plan know, can't work for the Democrats, dude. Get this demented old man hide him in a basement and don't let him speak for a campaign and he wins like if that works dude that's absurd well just shows what's on the other side that's why Mm. that's crazy and we got to remember there's still i mean you know let's let's round up it's you know it'll be july this week we got a long way to go there's there's still a lot that can change and a lot that could happen so yeah hey Um, so you you wanted to know how uh covid was doing down here yeah, yeah, I want to hear like your opinion on like yeah. how are things like when you go out and what's the vibe and stuff like that. So uh, Friday, uh, Governor Abbott uh, said in the morning that bars had to close effective at noon that day. So I saw that article. Is that all done. bars? All bars. Restaurants and too, or no? No, restaurants okay. are rolled back to fifty percent capacity. Okay, which we're is what we're at right now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they're obviously responding to what's happening. Um, but uh, her and I went out Friday night. Um, there's a restaurant that has like a big backyard and they have like all these like tables and shit like that set up and live music. And so like we're way more than six feet apart from people and we're outside. Yeah. So her and I had no issue going there. And I mean, if you go there, dude, I mean, you wouldn't. If you had just gotten dropped off there from the middle of nowhere, you wouldn't think there's anything going on aside from like really wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what is the, like, do you see a lot of people who are like, screw this, we're not wearing masks in grocery stores, like you see in the news? Or oh, not yeah. Really? There's a ton of people not wearing masks in grocery stores. Are you cool with that? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't like bother me now. I've gone into grocery stores without masks if I forgot mine or whatever. I mean, they they let people in. They don't give them a hard yeah. time. Yeah. I did go into Crate and Barrel. Eric and I without a mask, and we were the only two without a mask, and we got 
grilled. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. grilled. Well, that that's what would happen up here. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I they wouldn't even they wouldn't even mask. let you in a store no, without a mask up here. Yeah. No, they wouldn't even let you in. Which I get yeah. it, dude. Like, just that's how you spread the germs without a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whether you think whether you have it or not, you don't know. So did you see that tweet that that was uh, about COVID? This random fucking tweet that was saying the reason why America isn't recovering from COVID yeah. is because of you know we value individualism versus collectivism. What do you think? I think about it's that? spot on. I think it's spot. I, I think on. it's I think it's accurate. Yeah, I, I, we would definitely. I don't, I don't know if I'd say it's the biggest reason. I think there's a lot of things impacting where we are, um, but I think that's a big part of it. So who would you say is comparing us to? So I remember doing a study um, before I moved to the Philippines the first time. I think it was like part of my interview process where there's like uh, they rate countries on um, individuality versus like more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, what was the term you just used when you were phrasing the quote? Uh, um, it was individualism over collectivism. collectivism. Collectivism, yeah. And in America is like literally on the highest end of ind- individualism and like no believing in hierarchy. And I remember the example I had, obviously, was the Philippines, where it was the total opposite. You always do everything with another group of people. You're never alone. Hierarchy and rule is so important. You never go above your boss's head and, like, don't break the rules. It's like, dude, those are two polar opposite examples. And I think there's probably more countries that have that collectivistic, family-oriented, community mindset than the states. Yeah, but like, well, isn't that what makes America America is like the real Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad and, thing. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's I'm trying to get the, to say that. In, in examples <laughs> examples Almost. like this it may work against us in some specific situations. But but I think what's way yeah. more of an issue than that, dude, is like there's just zero leadership of our fucking left hand of the country doesn't know what our right hand of the country is doing or even like, are we even trying to make things better right now? I don't know. Well, it's just a product of the States govern themselves. So, you know, federal law can, you know, override that to an extent, but in general, you know, that's why everything's different everywhere. Well, I guess I didn't even mean that way. Just like, I, I don't like, if you were to ask me like, Hey, what are we doing right now to try and improve the COVID situation, help our, save our economy and help save lives. I don't know if I could tell you like what our government is doing right now. A phased reopening of the economy. But like in turn, I think that's, I don't know if I'd say that's trying to help things. I think that's trying to like survive. What are you supposed to do to help things? Like all the other countries, like how did all the other countries get their cases to almost nothing? And worse. Well, this is my point. I was going to respond to that guy and say, well, dude, don't you think it has to do with the difference in government in these countries? One government can literally, at the snap of a finger, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, maybe you know better, but these, these governments can pretty much say whatever they want. And, you know, as a society, you got to follow those rules. Yeah, I mean, like... You, you're going to get hammered. You're going to go to jail. Like in Italy, I think you went to jail if you were out past curfew or something like that. And it's like, that's why, man, because those governments have the power and ability to just tell you what to do and demand it and make it law. Whereas us, you know, how long would that take? Yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't think, think it, right. it wouldn't work. I mean, and, and people will try to see you know, like America's democracy is unique. And in a way, I think it is. I mean, obviously, like democracy is not confined to America. There's democracy everywhere. 
Now, our democracy is a little different and kind of like what Ty touched on before, where the individual states, I mean, you look at the name, we are the United States. So it's the nice. 50 individual <laughs> states. Well, think about it. We have these 50 individual states have far more uh, power for sure. than like individual like, like areas. You know, I guess we would call it counties here. I'm not exactly sure how they would you know, use the designation in like Italy, provinces or whatever, provinces, stuff like that. They don't have the same pull that our individual states have. So when the government comes in and says, Hey, you're doing this or else in their culture over the past, I don't know, however many years that these countries have been established and how long that government's been around, that's kind of how it's worked in Europe. And you can say that in Asia, you can say that in other parts of the world too, but the United States is, yeah, democracy is not unique because everyone kind of has their own form of it. But ours is a lot different because of how much power each individual state or in, in you know, Italy's terms or any European country's terms, like a province or something like that, doesn't really have the same pull. So like Ty said, they can make a decree, they can make a law, and it's for everybody. And so that's why I government, up, right? It was because yeah. I just wanted to call out that it's kind of misleading i don't want to say like hypocritical but it's like that person should know exactly why you know just america just happens to be the only place that values individualism you know what i mean over collectivism like you know why do you think that is like do you think for a second that it's it's just because people in europe care about each other more no humans are humans I, I agree really with that. think people over there think any differently about their neighbors than we do? No, I think they're just better rule followers. Because I think it, they it, have to be. And I think it's so it's it, been yeah. it's been embedded in our culture to have this cavalier exactly mentalitous attitude. Yeah. yeah. That's just kind of who we are. That's what's founded America. America. <laughs> but, and I, but, I also think like with, with I think what other people don't understand too which is why geography is important. When you look at the countries that like a person like that tie, I, I don't know the person's name, but like we'll tweet out like, if you compare Sweden and like Norway to the United States and you see what they're doing and you see what the United States mm-hmm. is doing, that's like comparing a friggin' raisin to like an elephant. <laughs> like it, it's, it's not even on the same, like if you're comparing, it's literally apples to oranges, trying to use the United Nailed States it. as a way or like Sweden or Norway to compare their, you know, method of containing the virus or dealing with the virus compared to what we're dealing with, with the amount of, with the size of our economy, with the number of people here, it's on a totally different scale and people skew their, their tweets or their stats. Let me me jump in and cut and cut you off. So I I agree with everything you're saying, but is what we're doing right now, do you think it's working? Do you think what we're on a correct path and it's okay that unnecessarily now we have have over 120 million dead from covid 120 million jared 120 but but for real clearly we're not doing the right things yeah like do you you think it's okay (laughs) i'm I'm not saying that we're doing a rate is 100 times these other countries i'm not saying we're doing the right thing i'm not even saying that we have a a plan i'm just saying that what we if, if you did what sweden was doing i think that that's a tough comparison to make that that's a that's a tough connection to make when you compare like a a country the size of sweden or italy and you compare that to the united states and try to put implement that plan here i just don't think it's going to work the same way 
I, I don't think, I really don't think that these other European countries are doing anything that's drastically different than what we're trying to do. I think the federal government tries to do similar things that those other countries are doing. But like we said, their governments have more leeway and they, they can make that stuff happen quicker. Whereas our federal government, its hands are tied in a lot of different ways. So what happens History in class. two what happens in two weeks, four weeks, if this trend continues and these states turn into world epicenters, does the government try and overreach on the freedoms that we have? And for in those states for shutdowns again, or does the federal government step up and try and step in if those states don't take control? How long can you let this happen? I think the federal government does need to step in. If this continues, if like a state, I'm just gonna use Florida as an example. Where let's use where, Texas. Ty's live, living there. Like, what right. do you want to see, Ty? If this continues in two weeks, and you guys, every hospital's full, like it is in Houston right now, and the numbers are still going up, like, what do you want to see happen in your state? Well, I mean, it's not like it is in Houston up here. Um, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Um, I think you need to react you know, more on a granular level than that. You know what I mean? React in a certain city, like the mayor of, or the governor of Houston can make a decision to shut the city down again. How you know far I mean? are you from Houston? At a critical level. Uh, hours. Like hours flying or driving? Uh, driving. It would, it would take me probably five hours to get down to Houston. Okay. So it'd be equivalent to, I don't know, D.C. to... Rhode Island or something like that. I think it takes more than five hours to get. That, to that's six or seven. But I was trying to think of two. <laughs> well, it's like riding. It's like driving from like Rhode Island all the way up to like you know like almost almost Canada, like northern. Okay. Maine yeah. Right. Now all our yeah. all our listeners has have perspective back in New England. Do you guys well, know where we are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it is a good point because you kind of forget Texas is just fucking ginormous. You just hear like it's flaring up at Texas, where yeah. previous flare ups were very city specific. I guess. Yeah mass like not huge uh, it was new york city it wasn't all of new york i just don't want to go back to lockdown like no, no that'll what. suck like dude. you gotta that'll give totally people suck you gotta give people at least a fucking option to go out and go to like an outdoor seating restaurant. but well, what if people keep acting up and like shit gets bad like i could see that happen dude i i don't i mean, obviously this is only from what i see in the news but i, I don't see anybody changing their behavior as these numbers increase I think they're still thinking, don't tread on me, motherfucker. Yeah, well, it's weird. It's like, it's one of those things. It's like, do you guys, like, we know Eric, right? Eric said he got COVID. Did we know anyone else that has had COVID? I don't know anybody who, me and Dan talked about this Friday, anybody who got it bad enough where they needed to go to a hospital? No. Adam, our parents' friend, Lita, got it. And then Alyssa thinks she had it, but couldn't (laughs) get tested. So that's... Three people between the three of us that we know. Yeah. That we know of. You yeah. Know? And, and, and Well, that's my point. It yeah. is a lot of people are acting so flippantly because they're like, well, I mean, I've gone out a lot. I, I haven't gotten it, and nobody I know has gotten it. So That's, that's what makes it gonna... so bizarre. Well, because in the grand scheme of things, even though the numbers are high, um, you know, when you measure them against the population, it's minute. It's just really, really high for a virus like this. Yeah. So that that's what's gonna make it tough. But yeah, I, I think that's what you gotta you gotta react nimbly. Here I am, president. 
Like like a ninja. <laughs> yeah, nimbly, you know what I mean? And city by city. Um, and you just, we can't go back to full shutdown, dude. Like the economy just, there, there's no way. Like so many restaurants around here that I'm starting to realize like have closed and I don't think are opening again. Yeah, dude. You know, yeah. you heard, we talked about how many uh, were like that, like that case in Boston, right? I mean, three or 4,000. I don't know if it was you telling me or Alex maybe had told me, but you know, thousands of restaurants. Going. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, restaurants are the end all be all, but it just is a signal that, you know, those are middle-class people and they're losing businesses by the thousands. Yeah. I, I so, watched a YouTube video right before this podcast. An economist was on talking about what's going on right now that he thinks is going to lead to the next economic impact. 50% of um, corporate rent hasn't been paid since COVID happened. So one out of two tenants can afford to pay their rent in a business right now. So currently all of these landlords are in lawsuits, like literally fighting who's going to pay the rent or who's going to pay the rent so they can pay their mortgages and loans to the banks right now. So as of now, 50% of all business loans could be defunct or default, whatever the fucking word is, in the next couple of months. Like, what the fucking impact is that going to have on the economic status of the world? I can't imagine it's going to be good, dude. If the banks just lose out on 50% of their business loans. I know, it's going to cause a depression. It's insane to think about. (laughs) Yeah. Think like oh wait was what just a small percentage of mortgages and it caused a financial crisis. Right. But I will be in New York next weekend to march for hashtag cancel rent. Cancel rent. <laughs> cancel rent, baby. Now, what I guess the the last thing I don't know if you want to move on, but like, kind of like Jared, like so kind of going off of what you were saying, like, should the how how should the federal government react? So let's say two weeks from now. Texas is completely like, I mean, let, let's a month. Let's just do a month. Texas is completely overrun for the most it's part. Like New Maybe York not, was refrigerator sure, like, trucks, like New York was. bodies on the street. Florida is, is obviously trending that way. What if, what if the federal government came in and said, you know what, we're going to shut down these two States, but we're not going to worry about the other States until things spike. How would, how would, would, would you say that that's an appropriate reaction or would you say that that's a problematic one? First thing I would do is go give myself COVID because there probably won't be sports if that happens. Probably. S- well, there definitely won't, there won't be an NBA season if that yeah. happens. Okay, the hell is um, <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's from uh, Dave. That's uh, Rick James. Uh, I'm Rick James. Okay, the hell is drug? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so, I, so, I, I, I would like, have like, to think I'd, I'd be okay with them stepping in if they, if eventually if local government doesn't do what it needs to and it's going to start impacting other states i think the federal government has some level of responsibility where they have to step in right so like so ty like if they shut down texas like in like tomorrow because of just revolt that that'd be that'd be two big states with a lot of angry ass people (laughs) so i wonder with like i should clip this go back to me last week yeah i'm just I'm just not the kind of guy that's going to go out there and protest for Black Lives Matter. You will be out there. <laughs> what are they doing to shut down restaurants? I will fucking revolt. I will fucking kill you. So, yeah. like, and, and I think there was um, some poll, not poll, some study got, got done recently. I think it was yesterday when it came out. said, like, there were, like, only two states as of right now that are in, like, 
a state where their numbers have significantly gone down. And I know like when, when you're, this is again, apples to oranges, I think Rhode Island and Connecticut were those two states. Now, obviously you cannot compare Rhode Island to, to Texas. It, it, it's two, it's, it's literally like two different countries in a way when, when you talk about size <laughs> like, and like Sweden in the U S sure. Yeah, exactly. So like, I wonder <laughs> sure, if, if they I come want. in and shut down like a state like Texas or Florida and they say, we're going to shut down any state that, or, you know, if enough, if more states, like not just Texas and Florida, but then maybe like, I don't know, five more states get to that point, they got to shut it down. And then the Fed, the federal government comes in and says, okay, we're just going to shut the whole country down. How do you think a Rhode Island or Connecticut would react to that? Like, hey, we're doing what we're, for the most part, not that I'm doing anything differently. I mean, I'm wearing a mask, but, you know, and I'm, in, I'm adhering to the rules. How would we react to, you know, pretty much getting blamed for other states not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It comes from what? It, it would, yeah. it, <laughs> what was that? What was that? It cut out. <laughs> it comes from China. China. You, couldn't, you could hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I heard that one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, it, it would kind of be a 180 from where we were in April, where Florida, Texas, and all the other states said, we're fine. We don't have this. We don't need to shut down and rush to open. It's, it kind of be the same thing. Similar, I would say Rhode Island has been. I mean, Ty, I don't, know I, don't think, I don't think we're rushing, but I don't mean like no, in that no. sense, but yeah, but I'm just saying, comparing it like Texas is, is scaling things back tomorrow. Tyler, Gina's gonna go on and talk about when phase three is gonna happen, it could happen as early as next week. So, if, if a state like you know, Rhode Island or even Connecticut, like the, the two states I mentioned, if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and their numbers are actually going down. And then the feds, the federal government comes in and says, okay, screw this. Too many states are out of control. We're going to shut the entire country down, like, kind of like when we all started initially. So I, I, and I'm not saying that that's the way to go about it. I'm just saying that would be, like you said, a 180 reaction. Like, you know, that would be yeah. a completely different reaction to what it seems like the fed or federal government. We, we can't really say definitively what they've actually done other than instructing states to do their phases and all that stuff. Otherwise, you know, it, it, they've been almost virtually non-existent in the minds of like just people living in individual states. So, so what's phase three in Rhode Island? I don't think um, we know yet, do we? I think it, it involves weddings. So big, pretty much wedding venues can have weddings. And I think like if it's an outdoor wedding, if you have like 150 people or something like that, restaurant capacity goes up to like 66% something along those lines. And then a few other things. And yeah, pretty everything's much, pretty much open. I think it is like increasing the amount of exactly. people in each it, it, type of business. Increase the occupancy of, of those places. And, and I'm sure it's a few other specific things, but in general, it's going to be everything remains open with a few more people, you know, a, a percentage more of people that can now go to these places. Cause I mean, dude, like Jared, we were in Newport and I know it was kind of shitty weather, but People were out in full force. I mean, like, fast. It has been every, every weekend, yeah. Newport's been packed. We were walking yeah. on Broadway um, uh, last night, and Fastnet, which is usually always packed, obviously. Dude, it I was mean, a zoo. There was a zoo in there. I mean, yeah. there were definitely people sitting at the bar. There were, there were definitely rules. people just standing up. And, like, because now, like, you're not able to, like, go. I can't go to a table if I know somebody across the restaurant. I can't go over there and have a conversation. They're going to tell me to sit down. Yeah. But at Fastnet, they were just doing There was the fuck no social distancing going Like, on honestly, there. other than, like, the plastic dividers, Newport doesn't really look much different to me other than the, 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 the plastic dividers and the masks. And I think restaurants 
and not being able to like just pack into a place and oh, hang sure, out. Yeah. And right. like you get a call for reservations, but like just yeah. just from the naked eye, yeah. things it looks like a Newport summer to me. So, Thank you know, if, if a state like Rhode Island just continues to show positive results. Wait, what did I say? Thank God you don't live down there anymore. No, work down there anymore. Oh, Adam, like as a oh, you mean in the restaurant industry? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank God. But now um, I'm just uh, indentured servant at Coventry Lumber. Careful there. <laughs> is indentured servant is is not is not slave. That's you why I said indentured servant. Slight cancel. Oof. But um, I, I was gonna say before we went down the Newport rabbit hole, I think the only reason that's not gonna happen in Texas and in Florida. I think that's election suicide for Trump. If he if he did that, he's losing those states, and I think he cares more about winning those states than saving any lives. Which again brings us back to why the government's probably not doing more because they have their, their hands in so many pockets. Right. Yeah, yep. it's in general we're you know our our the way our government is set up and the way it's been, the way our government has changed and adapted over like the you know, almost 300 years that we've been around as a country, you know, I, I don't, we're definitely not set up to handle this kind of situation effectively. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that in action. We've se- we've been seeing that in action for the last three months. When's the last you time get- we talked about sports? As I say, <sighs> that's a good segue. Do you guys want to pull up your hardest sports list? I made my God. list. Did you end up looking at it, Jared? Yeah, I, I put my list together. Awesome. I was almost. I, if I were a bad man, I would say Jair was going to come to the call and be like, "Wait, we're supposed to make a list? <laughs> I thought we were just going to look at it." You act like I'm some space shot, Adam. What did you think when you got that text today from Jared? What did it say? What which text from Jared? Sorry, today uh, asking about what when we're taping. I thought I just thought you were going to ask if we could postpone it. I mean, I just, I, I didn't have a preference either way, whether we did it today or Monday. I just hadn't heard from anybody. That text like, screamed. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I that gotta screamed get to bed Sunday early. scaries. Yeah, I got to get to bed early. We doing this on Monday. Oh, I just switched to a gallery view and it is sweet. And everybody's big. Yeah, I want to do that, I'm on. I was on speaker view. I was just looking at. Oh, this is awesome. I could yeah, see was, everyone. <laughs> This is better than like just whoever talks shows up on the screen. This is way better. Um, yeah. So do lists. Yeah. So how do we want to do it? I I say top top five. Maybe we take turns, like similar to like Mount Rushmore. I was going to suggest if we all one through five, and then we'll we'll switch. So I I I guess yeah we could do that. I guess the other the other thing I was going to suggest is that we all start with like and we can do we can do five or top five or top ten. What's that? I, I'll let you finish your thoughts. Sorry. No, I, I was just with my own. It's all good. I was just going to say that maybe like we, we start with like, all right, what was our 10th most difficult sport? And we all say it. And then we have nine. Like we could do right. that too. Yeah, you know what say. I mean? Yeah. I think that we, that we can like focus specifically on not just the sports we pick, but where we place them. Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> all right. All right. Awesome. Lead us off. All right, so obviously you guys all saw the list. There were like 40-something sports on there. Some I've never even heard of before, and I didn't realize were actual sports. So the the list could be a little skewed. However – All right, so tell, 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 tell all our listeners what the parameters are in terms of what we're actually judging these sports off of. Um, I think it's the ability to play it professionally. 
Correct. Like, you know, how yeah. difficult is it in each of these sports to yeah. go professional? One being the sport. most difficult, 10 being the least or whatever. So, so, so <laughs> I did it. How difficult is it me to play them professionally as me? Is that right, okay? That, well, that, oh, I mean, see, I, yeah. I think it's a little different. I, I just mean like in, on for the average person to go pro in that sport, how difficult would it be for All that? Right, so our, our list so. may be slightly different. It's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure it'll be interesting. All right. So my, my 10th, so my 10th sport, most difficult sport to go pro in was rodeo steer wrestling. All right. Wow. Yeah. Which again, I, if you, if you asked me to name 15 sports, I would not have picked that. But when I actually like thought about what's involved in it, it's pretty scary. And I can't imagine like it being easy to make a professional living off of it. So I would, I would put that there. Thanks for the justification. <laughs> Todd, you want to go next? No, you can go. Uh, my number 10 is basketball. Wow. At 10? At really? 10. So really? I, I, I pictured me doing all of these sports <laughs> and the basketball there, there, probably been last. There's a lot of sports that if I like, I couldn't even try and do without dying. And I could at least try and play basketball without dying, and maybe get a lucky bounce and get a shot in. <laughs> but you go professional, or I, I have more of a chance of being a professional basketball player than I think any of my other sports. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, my time was hear it. skiing. Ooh, I love skiing. Stuff. Yeah, skiing is fucking, it's fucking dangerous. It's scary. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Especially though. those people just cruising down like super fast. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, like, and you think with like of the, if you take everyone that actually like whether they, you know, ski for leisure, pleasure, or for like, they actually make money off it. I would imagine there's, there's, there's only like, how many skiers can you guys do? All right, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to just name them and then move on? Or are we just going to, are we going to talk well, about it? We have to say 30 sports between the three of us. So All right, we fine. can't give a minute of commentary for each <laughs> My of My point is you can't, we can't name a lot of professional. I can't name <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn. Is she still a professional skier? I don't know. I just know she got banged she by is. Tiger Woods. You can name a couple more than that. That's it. I have no idea. Who that was. guy um, who got drafted by the Eagles, he was an Olympic skier. And That's yeah, he got played at Appalachian State as a wide receiver. I'll Google him while you go. Okay. All right, perfect. So number nine, I put weightlifting. Okay. Okay. And I'll, I'll stop there because I don't want to yell again. Remember Jeremy Bloom? He's like a third-round pick. No, not at all. I don't think he ever even played. He kept tearing his ACL. Oh. All right. You're ninth. Uh, baseball. I do not think I could hit a 95 mile an hour fastball. I can't wait to see what these other sports are going to be. <laughs> basketball and baseball. The first They're already out. Oh my God. Dude, all right, Ty. A lot of those sports are really hard. All these sports are hard. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them. Most of Hand, them. Handball. Come on. We could start our own handball team. Dude, handball hand, is Handball is would be one awesome. of the easiest ones for awesome. sure. Handball is awesome, which I, yeah, handball is not in my top 10. So I figured I that's totally one of the that off ones. Part of my take. Yeah. My ninth was boxing. Oof! You think it's right. nine? Yeah, you would. You would fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, because I thought about it different than you. I didn't think of me getting into the <laughs> yeah. ring. I, I think was, Ty and I thinking, were like, thinking the same okay, thing. Okay, for the average person, like, yes, it's a it's a really difficult sport. But at the end of the day, 
it's, you can get uh, by on grit and toughness. It, yeah, it's it's just pure <laughs> determination and like stamina. Now yeah. I want to see. You know, I want like, just. Wait, I want Ty and Tyson to stand next to each other in a ring. I just saw a Twitter video of him like straight knocking someone out just by two dude, gut punches dude. in ninety seconds. He takes no, shit bigger than me. <laughs> All right, uh, we're on number eight. My number eight was soccer. Boo. That shouldn't be on the top 10. Soccer. Yeah, it didn't make my top 10. Number eight for me, America's, not America's pastime. (laughs) Football. Football? Yeah. All right. Okay. Just knocking out. Next is going to be ice hockey. They're just like, what are the top top three American sports? Let me just get those out of the way now. (laughs) Ice hockey Um, didn't make my top 10. My eighth was tennis. Dude, tennis is super hard. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna do the same commentary for all of these yeah, these are everyone. hard dude that's right. fucking hard my number seven was football number seven again because this is me picturing myself doing it gymnastics i um i could not I would do those fucking die watching <laughs> just picture myself doing the rings and the beams and no, the bounces and the flip, somersaults flip from, yeah flip from like the one bar to the other you know how they grab on swing around and they launch themselves, and they got to grab the other yeah. bar. That's what I was. I'm picturing an episode of SpongeBob where his arms stay on the bar and his body flies <laughs> off. That's what I think would happen. Adam, Sorry. oh wait, oh, you're up. You're up. Uh, seventh was baseball. All right, my number. It's really fucking hard, dude. It's fucking hard, man. I can't really hard. I can't even hit a fifty mile an hour fastball. (laughs) You want me to hit a ninety five mile an hour fastball? Remember when Adam convinced himself he was going to make the middle school baseball team, not ever having played baseball before since like T ball. I can still vividly picture that black Wilson glove that he bought (laughs) and barely even broke in. Didn't even make first cuts. You were convinced you were about to make the baseball team. I think I have a lot of like raw athleticism, but I couldn't put it. Baseball is not about athleticism. It's a lot more technique than that. Um, Mr. October knows that better than anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Number six for me was golf. Golf's hard. Golf's hard. (laughs) Um, Six for me, swimming. Swimming is really fucking hard, dude. They were trying to do laps in a pool. Exhausted. Yeah, but. If you're going to talk about what's harder for the average person to go professional, and you really think it's harder to go professional in swimming than it is in either football, basketball, or baseball. No, I think it's harder for <laughs> me to go. I, if you said, like, hey, so we're dude, just doing three different things. Actually, would have been, now that we've gone into it and, and just hearing Jared's explanation of them, that actually would have been a good way to go about it. It actually would be just kind of funny just to hear like what sports we think we would have the best chance of going professional. Okay, well, yeah, like I don't think I could again, do if, one. If lap. Jared could contribute to the pre-show effort and maybe <laughs> text us and let us know, hey, know, this is the angle I'm taking on this list. I contribute maybe, as much as maybe. Adam does. I'm, I'm, I don't contribute very much. I just, I just go on it. I just, I just talk. I, I would say I'm second, but not by much. It's All not right. a race. It's not a race. Not a sport. All right. Where am I at? You're at number six, Ty. Six. Figure skating. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. Christy Yamaguchi. (laughs) She's still around? (laughs) Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding, yeah. Um, Number five was martial arts. Yeah, that'd be fucking hard. 
are yeah, there professional like martial arts? Sport, I, I consider it mixed martial arts, like MMA. Yeah, I figured I, I kind of threw them all in the same realm. I, I mean, I don't know. UFC is – no, I would say UFC is not the same as – it's not obviously the same as boxing, but I would say it's closer to martial arts than boxing. But, yeah, I would say martial arts, number five. My number five I is – yes. I will. <laughs> My superpower is being honest. I'll eat you. Uh, Hold on, guys. We just got some breaking moves. Cam Newton, New England Patriot. No. Yep. No. Yep. No, you're fucking lying. I am not, dude. The text popped up on my laptop from Steve talking shit, and I just Googled it. Patriots signed Cam Newton to a one-year contract. Guess who just became a Patriots fan? No! This guy. Oh, I mean, meaning I'll I'll root for I'll root for Cam, I'll root for Cam. Oh my God! Wow, Ty, this has been a rough year for so you. He's going to he's going to compete with Stidham for the job. Bill just waited for him to have the lowest possible value you could possibly get, yeah. and you know I think everyone was. Dude, I never in a million years thought this would happen. That I'd have that. Fucking have camp. We've joked about this. I definitely have said this before, and I will stake my reputation on it. Bill has always spoken very highly of Cam. Just saying. He's <laughs> I just always this on the record. He has. He's, he's, al- he's a walking mismatch, dude. If when he when he's when he's all right, he's a walk. I agree, Jared. I agree. But he's I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Asshole. I don't want to. I mean, if him. if he's healthy, dude, and they not build an offense time. around Cam Newton, the Pats can be back in the AFC Championship. Would you rather have Jared Stidham or Cam Newton? If you stay Jared Stidham, then that's just total bias. No, I mean, I mean Cam, Cam's obviously awesome. But if he's healthy. Fucking hate which, him, dude. Fucking can, can, hate he, can, can he conform to the Patriots' way? That's a, that's a no. Yeah, no, I think no. he can. No, because uh, why I don't like Cam is he's just a fucking him. He shut his fucking mouth. He's just yeah. a showboat. Like, he doesn't really he cause, is. like, internal. No, he doesn't cause, like, inter – well, he has, like, Frank. one – he has like one fight every training camp, so that'll probably happen. <laughs> but no um, wingding Instagram posts under Bill. I just Talking I can't. Shit. Oh man, I can't wait to see his first interview. That, that's hey, good for him. I, I hope he actually does something. It's an incentive laden deal up to seven point five million. So oh, God, he's gonna, he's going to be competing. Ty, imagine. Oh, this, this this would never happen. Oh no, it would actually. Sorry, I'm thinking of other teams. Patriots, Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. How funny would that be? <laughs> that you can't you make that up. my heart strings that would be uh i'd be, be one of those coaster. fucking people that wear a half patriot brady jersey half tampa brady jersey and i'd just be happy either way just all right so, no matter what you'd be like rob Lowe at the uh at the nfc championship <laughs> game fan of league just love my favorite football, players man. roger goodell all right number am i up or is ty still up i think i was up I think oh. I was about to say mine, and I jumped in my breaking moves. Breaking moves. Wow. Breaking news of the podcast, Jared. Yeah, I love it. Look at now that, Jared. you're contributing. That's oh, what we're yeah. talking now about. Now I'm three, and Jared's, Jared's up at two no, now. No, dude. Jared's in the basement. He's got All a long right. I'm still two. My number five, diving. I tried diving <laughs> once, and it was terrifying, and I just diving got up from there. Diving the diving board in, like in a pool? Have you ever seen like a real diving board at like a – Olympic height. You dove off an Olympic height diving. They they had one at URI. Yep. 
dude. How'd you survive? Uh, Seriously, I, how are you? I, I got up there, got a pit in my stomach because I'm terrified of heights. Jump, froze in the air, and just landed. <laughs> it was awful, and I would never do it again. So I couldn't imagine being a diver. Just probably thirty feet up, forty feet up, something crazy like that. Wow! You do a, you just could do a cannonball from forty feet. I ain't doing so, shit from forty feet. Are we on four? No, you're you're on five. You have your you're the last five. One, two, three, four. Fuck! I only did nine. Jesus um, Christ! Next numbers one, golf, are hard. Golf for me. I know. <laughs> golf. All right. Um, four was gym. <laughs> four was gymnastics for me. I can see you being a gymnast. Yeah, I think you could. You got a gymnast body. This lean little bitch. I may have the. I. I maybe I have the the physique. Or the body to fill it out, but I cannot see myself doing like flips in the air. No, nah, I think you need like to be that. like no taller than like five two to be a gymnast. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, scratch that. I don't think I would imagine me like doing the stuff. That's that, why like, I can uh, totally picture you Jared stand flipping just through the grit. air. <laughs> Adam can just stand and touch the beam. There we go. All right, All right that was your number four. That was four, yes. Uh, number four for me, mixed martial arts. Ah, that's weird that you guys have these on there. What's yours? Adam, no reaction? Well, we already talked about mixed martial arts. So. <laughs> it's hard. I think any, right, any, right. any sport where someone is fighting you, you have to Literally you have trying to, to strangle you or knock you I think you that's pretty hard. I would say I would rather do a lot of other leg. things. Yeah. Uh, my next one's ice hockey. Okay. I used to uh, – I actually played hockey when I was like five. I lasted one year. Because I couldn't stay on the ice. I kept trying to find my mom. And I would skate off the ice all the time. So my parents oh. were like, fuck it. I'm not paying for this. That would be you as an adult trying to play a sport. <laughs> all right. I, I, I feel kind of funny or silly now putting this at three because we just talked about it. But swimming, I put three. Because I was just thinking, like, how many swimmers do you know? Like, Olympics? There's only, like, one guy. I know, but if you were born and your dad said – this kid's going to be an Olympic swimmer. You'd be an Olympic swimmer. I don't I still know. Think, I still think that would be – I don't know. I would probably – Maybe Adam's if, body. Not you, Jared. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I made my list again, I would put it higher than that. Like, not as difficult, but I don't know, that still seems pretty hard to me. I don't know. We'll see. All right, that was number three. What we say? Maybe I'll, I'll pivot and – Try to become a swimmer one day. Number three for me, boxing. Boxing. Just, pic- just pictured uh, me trying to get into the ring with anybody who's a professional boxer and seeing how that would go. How many rounds body? do you think you'd last against Adam? Um, <laughs> if, if the over-under was one round, I would have to really get creative to make it through that round. Like, I would have to get in Adam's head. I got no, the reach. You just I got have like, to stay close, dude. You'd have to get right up, nestled into that's his That's a body. thing, yeah. Because if you get close, it'd be a lot harder. I'm just going to put fucking like, peanut butter on my breath. And just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next one was football. Okay. Hard sport. Um, you just got to be a gladiator, be a football player. Like, you need genetic lottery. I was going to say that there's a lot of things, like I think with basketball too. Like baseball, I don't think you need to hit the genetic lottery. But basketball and football, I think you there's a lot that has to go your way yeah. to make that work. So I can't it's argue with God's that. God's hands. 
It's in God's hands. Um, I put figure skating for number two. I'm sure it's not I'm, easy. No, I'm just. I guess I I've, I just pictured like the Olympic sports being just harder. But then again, who knows? Number two for me, pole vaulting. I don't, if you said Mo, I need you to pole vault. I don't think I could do it. It's great that occasion didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? Not no nothing nothing. I didn't uh, mean to click it. Sounded like Gaijin. <laughs> you just called me Gaijin. <laughs> All right, so mine. This is my number one. All right, and it's basketball. Wow, basketball is kind of, my and, favorite and, sport. I like the way you <laughs> dribble up and down the court. <laughs> it, honestly, that that was the right way to put it. I did kind of think of like the whole genetic lottery thing with like those yeah top three sports. That's a good point. But I, and I would say like even like figure skating and swimming, like you can't just be any body type and do those sports. Like you have to. But Jared could be a figure skater. Dude, you you know my coordination. No, no, no. I'm I could saying, not like, be a figure you, skater. You don't have to be this like tiny little person to figure skate. Figure skate, or be an athletic freak. Right. You just gotta. I love how we're talking about figure skating as if we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Now my number one was boxing. My number one be was <laughs> rodeo. Rodeo steer wrestling. That was my number one. That what a horrible, horrible choice. I think I could be a rodeo clown. Dude, could you ever see me trying to fucking ride a bull? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, dude. More than I can see you on the court of an NBA <laughs> basketball game. I would have a better chance of hitting a shot in an NBA game than riding no, a bull. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. <laughs> the, the chance is zero, dude. But my chances in bull riding are... No, they're like 80%. one in a million. 80% death, 19% broken bones, 1%. I don't know, but I'm not riding the fucking ball. <laughs> Ty, here's a question. What success is called. Ty, here's a question. So, like, just because so, we played the sport longer, but like, if I've always wondered this, like, I know while watching NBA and TV, like, the spacing is a lot different than like college. Do you think that if you had like 10 minutes of playing time, and your only job was to shoot the ball. If you were open, just shoot it. Do you think you could hit a shot? I've always wondered yeah. that. You're, if you're always open? No, no. like, you know, like I, I would imagine that if they see you or me walk out into a court, we're probably not going to get the same attention that someone else would get. But do you okay, think like I if could. you had like 10 what? minutes, like 10 full minutes, you're on the court, you're only playing offense, you're not, you're not expelling any. I think you guys could. I always wondered that. I feel like I think I could too. And you I could play like the late career a half hour without scoring. So, well, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm not saying it would be like a guarantee, but I think I have I I think we could potentially do it. You could play late career Kyle Korver minutes That's and just like threes, spot baby. up and just as soon as I touch the ball, just just yep. let it fly. Yeah. He's got to practice a lot of threes. Did you guys finish your list? Oh yeah, you just did. yeah. Um, oh yeah. All right, that was. Pretty terrible, but um, <laughs> eat some more. All right, so I want to finish with one thing. I don't think I sent this to you guys, um, but you know who Bill Maher is, right? Yeah, I like Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. I like some of his recent videos. You like him? I, I so some of his recent videos, I think, have been like pretty him. good. <laughs> I don't. I'm not like a big him. fan of him. Why? Well, He's kind like of a douche, him, but some of his recent videos, I think, are pretty spot on. Why don't you like him, Adam? 
I think he has a lot of hot takes that I don't agree with. I don't know. I mean, he's and he's definitely more on the left than than the right. I would say, but I don't Which know. Is really, why you don't like him? No, that's I, there's there's people on the left that <laughs> well, I like. Yeah. No, it just he has a he he make he just kind of acts like an asshole on his show, and I'm I know that's part of the I'm sure that's part that's of the a show. Stick. Like he brings people on there at times just to like berate them. Yeah. And it's like his show. It's it's his script. It's he know he had, he's done his research. I, I've just never been a huge fan of him. I mean, I've watched his stuff, and some of the stuff's kind of funny. But all right, well, I, I don't think I sent this to you guys, but let's see uh, if you agree with this one, Adam. This is his take on everything going on with cancel culture. It's great that Caucasians have finally joined the fight for racial justice in unprecedented numbers, but. This is going to be a little bit of a lengthier clip. Just heads up. It's a minute and a half. Hating racism the most? You can't steal that. Elvis taking Little Richard's act. That was bad enough. Victor Sengby is an Oakland resident who put up small loops for footholds on trees in a local park for exercise and games. He says... Out of the dozens and hundreds and thousands of people that have walked by, no one, you know, has that anywhere close yeah. to a noose. But Oakland's mayor, Libby Schaff, wasn't going to let all that cheat her out of a chance to signal her virtue. She said these incidents will be investigated as a hate crime. Why is this white woman seeing racism where a black man isn't? The mayor also said intentions don't matter, but they do matter. And white people need to stop trying to cancel other white people whose heart is in the right place, but don't get it exactly right on the first try. This a few weeks ago, right when now. everyone was posting a black square on Instagram, BuzzFeed wrote, influencers, it's a privilege to post a black square and then go back to your usual content. As opposed to what, abandoning your life and just posting a black square every day? People got called out for not posting the square, then for just posting it without speaking out, and then for posting it and speaking out, but not voicing their support in the exact way that was said in the new Dakota ring. They were helping you more. Fan. So you, you, I would say. You oh, I one thousand percent agree. Yeah, that that was because a pretty spot on video. Because I don't like a guy doesn't mean I don't agree with everything they say. That, that's what that's what we've been we've been saying that for weeks. I just thought he like summed it up in like a really great way. Yeah, you know his I mean? recent his recent videos like that have been pretty good. He did one like peak COVID about fear mongering in the press, and it was kind of the same thing. Like it's just he he's saying what all of us are seeing, but nobody in the media has the balls to say right now. Yeah, good yeah. for him. So this was another. These next two clips are much shorter, but still good. You want to be a good ally, but not too good, or you're being a white savior. Use your voice, but don't make it about yourself. But speak up. Unless it's your time to just listen, and then silence is violence. <laughs> yeah. He's so, it's true, it's though. so true, though. It's so Makes true. no sense. But I, I mean, I, I, you, if you looked on the comments under that post, every, every, you know, SJW is ripping him. The social justice warriors are out in force, and they're just saying, they're calling him like a, a crazy right winger. Mar, they, they're the crazy. Clearly, ones. they haven't watched any Bill Mar. Then <laughs> they're, they're the same people who call Joe Rogan alt right. Like they're just yeah, ridiculous. Exactly right. That's another good point. 
Yeah. Um, and he says something about, uh, I want to play it here. He says something about Willow Smith, um, Will Smith's daughter, who's like probably 15 years old, 16 years old. Adam, stop reading about Cam Newton. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a couple of retweets coming our way. What do we got? Give us no, I, I was reading the Roto World post, but I'll, 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 I'll no, wait. I, I, that sounds like that's better. So why don't you give us a quick <laughs> quick synopsis there before I play this clip? Like read Roto World? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's pretty much just saying that, you know, it's if, if Cam's healthy, which is the belief, um, that could be one of the higher upside signings of the offseason. And I think I agree with that. I mean, if he truly is healthy, which no one has any idea because of everything going on. I didn't hear what that said. Yes, Willow Smith said, I'm seeing people shaming others for what they are choosing to say or shaming people for not saying anything at all. I feel like if we really want change, shaming doesn't lead to learning. She gets it. Surely people twice her age could make the effort. I worry that the kind of tension that the guardians of gotcha are creating is going to make people afraid to mingle at all and thrust us back towards a resegregation of sorts, where instead of just seeing a person and not a color, now we're only seeing color. Maybe this is old school liberalism talking, but I don't think that's the way to go. Let's hang out. And if I fuck up, tell me why, not goodbye. It's a gradual, years-long process, like Trump descending a ramp. <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was just perfectly. Yeah, no, he's video. he's saying like like you said, a lot of people with his platform would are never, not, no, never would never say that because they they're afraid of literally what we're talking about being canceled. And he's like, I don't give a shit, and that's great. Dude, I love people it. People are canceling themselves now. Just Dude, so it's absurd. It's absurd. Did you read like, that shit about uh, yeah. Kristen Bell? Yeah. And Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and then, like, and, and the comments that you shared, like, of, like, African-Americans, you know, like, you know what? It's, like, I'm black. It's cool. Like, we, we it, it's really. We don't have a problem with it. We don't have a problem with that. We just, it's we want. Nobody has acting. a problem with it. Like, we, we just want to be entertained. Like, it's a funny show. We want to be entertained. Everyone wants to enjoy it and just, and, and not think about that. So, you don't, you're going over the top. Yeah, and I'm sure and that, a lot of other people would say the same thing. And there were other comments saying like, you know, hey, what about these African-Americans who have gotten great opportunities voice acting, uh, whether it be white, Asian, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter what kind hippo, of race. Like, who cares? Well, you know, let's keep it to the human fucking race. But, you know, they, they've gotten plenty of opportunities to do that, too. So can we not do that anymore? And how does that help things? Again, like you said, it doesn't help like, anything. It's just like segregation almost. It's like, why can't we just, why can't it just be a voice acting thing? Why can't we all agree that it's okay to fucking voice act a, um, what, what's her name? Uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah. Yeah. It was playing a mixed race cartoon character <laughs> and felt the need to cancel herself. And same yeah. thing with a guy from Family Guy. It's yet another example of the same kind of person, these rich movie star, celebrity, white people trying to pretty much pave the path for race relations. 
they're virtue signaling, like we said last week, right? It's virtue yeah. signaling, and, and I gave Adam the analogy yesterday. Like everything we're seeing right now, that's cancel culture, is like literally repainting a house that's falling down and has a shitty foundation. Nobody's willing to have the actual tough conversations. Everybody just wants to easily cancel this, cancel that, thinking it's making a difference. Nothing that's going on right now is helping anything or making a difference at all. It's just easy and topical and makes people feel good. Yeah. I uh, I saw this fucking hilarious uh, Trump sound from he was talking about uh, Christopher Columbus statues that yeah. are apparently I'm sure there's a bunch of them um, all over the country, but a statue of Christopher Columbus, except in New York when the Italians surrounded it. They didn't have too much of a chance. Those Italians, I love the Italians. <laughs> they heard they were going to rip down their beautiful Christopher it's Columbus, and all of a sudden they circled that thing. They didn't do too well in hurting Christopher, did they? <laughs> That's literally a Sopranos episode. Do you remember that episode? Well, uh, no. The, the, the protesters try and um, haze oh, yeah, Christopher yeah, Columbus yeah. and all the mobsters go and defend it. Yeah. Yeah. The Italians. The Italians. I love the Italians. <laughs> Trump got my vote now. 2020, baby. <laughs> Not done. Somebody ap- that, appealed baby. to us guineas. All right. Did we miss anything? I think we covered most of the topics. Um, I, I think we're I good. We covered the, good, uh, the, 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 the big topics. You get what are you guys doing for the fourth tie down in uh, in Texas? First Fourth of July in Texas. <laughs> what? About, it's just another day. I mean, yeah. I don't know a goddamn person down here. I'm not going to a cookout or anything. Do you guys have a grill? Just you just show up no. at someone's house. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Not doing that. Go buy a grill. Make some burgers and dogs. Let's have a dogs. burger dog party by dogs. dogs. Burgers and dogs. <laughs> Where my dog's at? We get a smoker. You do some barbecue. Mm. That's nah, Texas. Man, there's a lot of great barbecue down here. Yeah, just go just, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I tried. All right. Is this it? See, I never know how to end these. Like, you just kind of roll. I can see this. This is going to be the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>